Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's Pam at Pamit's Porch, um, and I am so excited about today's show. This show has been a long time coming out, decades, we could say. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on this since I was seven years old, um, and, and so has my guest. Well, she was eight. Um, I will tell you more later, but I'm going to go ahead. We're going to be um, interviewing Paige Ozma Ashmore about her upcoming tarot slash oracle deck, the Tarot of the Kingdoms, uh, talking about the the what went behind the inspiration behind the cards, the suits, um, and and you'll you'll be delighted. I know you will. But first, before we go, I'm going to go ahead and play a tune from S.J. Tucker since, uh, you know, kind of thinking with the cards and, and we're all cards. We're all just a pack of cards. We're all mad here. The Cheshire Kitten on uh, Emmett Ford. I grew up seeing things a little differently, appearing, disappearing, hardly innocent, nor tied down to the ground. To roll and tumble with the punches Glory in my stripes and spots Walk by invisible and never make a sound But heavy is the crown that's always hidden Tender is the heart you never see Hard and fast shines the grin that we flash But there's a vulnerable stripe or two on me Maybe any place outside or wonderland Is not for me, my friend If I leave my grin behind, remind me we're all mad here, and it's okay. Sun up, sun down, the shadows hide me down in Wonderland, Wonderland. Nobody knows the way, but if you find it in your dreams, you can find it at your day job somewhere south of hell. Take the path to left or right with just your gut to guide you. The story is not for anyone else to Oh, 
but we we both kind of stuck with it. We we both kind of stuck with the um with the with the the connection with the metaphysical and the 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 witchy stuff, and I think that's really cool because like you were reminding me some of the stuff that I had forgotten about that we did. But I I was I remember when I found you uh, when we we started talking. I said, do you remember we used to say we were witches then then too, right? and one of the things, one of the things that I, I I loved about you is you were really into the Disney movie Aristocats, and uh-huh. you used to draw Duchess the cat and Marie like all the time. Do you remember doing that? I do. I remember being obsessed with drawing Duchess. <laughs> I was trying to get it perfect. Well, and then so, you, like, yeah, I used to show people, look at my friend's drawing. She's so good. And here I am, years later, doing the same thing. Look at my friend's drawing. She's so good. One of the things that we used to do, one of the things we used to do is um, is you would draw, uh, we used to get like these note cards these index cards, do you remember? Do you want to tell the story and I, I can add into it? Do you remember much about it? I know we've I remember it, we got these index cards and we drew pictures and I think it was of dead birds. And yes, we went door to door <laughs> trying to sell these pictures for a quarter. And most people turned us away because we were just too Wednesday for them. <laughs> Except one lady gave us a quarter. So we made a quarter off was, of that picture. Was, see, there you go. You're the artist, and I'm the copywriter. So you're you're like, you forgot all about our our slogans on there because they were like save the earth slogans, and it's like smog is yeah. bad, and there's a dead bird. Mhm. <laughs> this is what will happen. <laughs> Yes, this yeah, is a true story. Awesome. This is, this actually happened. Um, yeah, and and again, we were like you know these little kids in grade school that that we're we knew we just knew we were witches, and we there are other things that we did like with meditation at seven and eight years old, and after mm-hmm. we didn't know what we were doing, but it was like it's interesting to to think back at, at how this was always us. So mm-hmm. it's me to no end to, to know that you're, you're still doing art. And one of the first things that you, you did for me um, when we reconnected is you sent me some of your art and I love it. I've got, I show, show my friends and they're like, I want copies of it. I want one of those. So if you don't mind, explain some of your, your art before we get into talking about the, the, the cards so people can understand a little bit about what you do and also your you sent me a um where you do like a, a soul portrait you're going to tell me then the soul portrait so mm-hmm. tell me about your art in general and then uh, and weave that into the soul portrait please okay okay so I've always been an artist I've always always painted and my main inspirations are Actually, fairy tales. I love fairy tales. I love Russian lacquer art. Um, I love the intricacy that Disney put into building Disneyland, like all the details. I love all of that. 
And I've been a painter for years, and when people would ask me to do portraits of them, I would do the portrait, but it would always never look exactly like them. They might have cat ears or maybe they were green, or, but there would be some details in the painting that would be true about something about themselves that maybe they hadn't shared with another person or um, had some like predictive elements to it. And so I started doing soul portraits from there. And that's been a recent thing I've done in like the last 15 years, I'd say. And they're chalk pastel portraits where I tap into somebody's past lives and their spirit guides and just the energy their soul wants to express. And I create these portraits and I type up readings about them and mail those things out to people. Um, I have always connected art with magic as a child. And I used to make this, these things called happy pictures where I would draw a picture of my favorite thing, which back then were either cats or probably Godzilla. And then I would um, put glue on it and attach all this glitter to it. And then I would close my eyes and think about the happiest moments in my life. And then I would open my eyes and then beam all of that happiness into the picture. And then I would hide it somewhere so nobody else could see it. And whenever I was sad, I would pull the picture out and immediately it was like this burst of happiness that would come, would come over me. It was really cool. Aww. So from there, I just started working magic into my art and my portraits and setting intentions. And so I do, like when I paint, I'll do usually like a brief ceremony. I'll light some, some um, like dragon's blood incense or um, sandalwood, something like that purify the area I'm working in and then I just kind of invoke for blessings and then just make it um, a piece of magic to create art. That's what I do with my art. How I make magic. You, I totally so, forgotten that yeah. you were, that we were both, I mean, I remember I was a Godzilla fan, but I forgot, I totally forgotten that we were both really, in, and Gamera, Giant Robot was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Giant <laughs> Um, yeah. I didn't know that about your happy pictures. I, I'm trying to remember. I kind of sort of maybe remember you giving me happy pictures, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to keep for myself because we we had some rough times back then. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I again, here I am. I'm I'm not very tall, and even back then, I w- I looked like I was a kindergartner. So, but I, I, I just have who I am. I have this, this boom, I'm there. So I, I'm, I'm just like, and you're taller than me. And I, I remember like pulling you around or, or bringing people to you. And, and I, you're much more of an introvert than I am. I'm, I'm like, way, like, I'm, I'm totally an introvert. <laughs> yeah, we're, the, we're that, that type of <laughs> pair of, of kids with me like dragging people look at my friend she's the artist and I loved you you did a, a soul portrait for me um can people get the soul portrait how how if, if somebody is listening to this podcast and they say I I would like a soul portrait how do they go about doing that um the best way is just to contact me directly I get a lot of email requests for um, soul portraits, and then I just work with people through that. And my email is laylagini at gmail dot com, and that's L E I L A G E N I E 
And everybody asks me why it's that. And it's literally when I first got my first email, it was with Yahoo, I think. And I used Layla Genie then. And it was the only thing I could find that was available. <laughs> okay. It was like the one name that wasn't taken. And I'm like, I'm grabbing it because I don't want to be page dot slash slash seven seven asterisk at whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened with that. Layla Genie. Um, so we can. Uh, if anyone wants to hit us up on the spell casting, the, the witching hour spell cast, uh, the Facebook group, or you can <clears throat> reach me at darkrabbitradio at gmail.com if you didn't get uh, Paige's email address. You can also find her at Art of Page, and that's P A I G E, page.com, um, artofpage.com find out more information about the work that she does. Uh, one of the things that I don't remember, because we were like little kids, I really don't remember if we were, I remember when we would watch TV shows and or movies and they would have cards like tarot cards. Um, mm-hmm. I would be, or tarot, however anyone wants to pronounce it, so please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing it the way that resonates with you. <laughs> Um, that's to everybody. That's not, not directed to, to Paige. I'm just letting, letting people know that I know everybody likes their own way of pronouncing it. Just not tear it, please. Um, but when we would watch, when I would watch shows with, with tarot cards back then, if, you know, they would put out the reading and I would sit there and be mesmerized by it. And usually there's like lots of times that I would say when they would do a reading, I would say, that's not what that means. That's not what, <laughs> but I, I was drawn mm-hmm. to cards, uh, and and I, I was drawn to cards. I don't I don't know if that was part of what we did. I know that I was drawn to cards from from an early age. Wh- why cards for you? For me, why were you? Um, it was yeah. The art really drew me on. Go I got my first deck when I was sixteen, and it was the Rider Waite deck. But it was the art. And it was the art and then the symbols. Mm-hmm. See, you've done one thing that I haven't done is I haven't done readings for a living. I I used to read for my friends, but I never, ever, you know. I think one time, because it was like a school fair in high school, they one of my teachers knew that I read cards, so he, he wanted me to, to do a card reading booth for the school fair, but usually it's just like me reading cards for friends. And I have to admit it, you know, your, your cards are going to draw me back into, into reading because I haven't been, been doing the reading as much, but you, you read professionally, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right now I'm reading out of a place called tree of life metaphysical and I do phone readings for them on Saturdays and Sundays. And you can find them on Facebook as well, Tree of Life Metaphysical. Um, but, yeah, I do them um, lately since the pandemic. That's mostly what I've been doing are phone readings. I haven't been doing so you don't, really any in-person stuff. So you're based out of Arizona. By the way, please continue staying safe. Um So what what you're saying is is now because of the pandemic, one of the – Positive things, if we can say anything positive, we can connect remotely. Um, so people can, people who normally can't, wouldn't be able to get readings from you, 
can get readings from you, which mm-hmm. is actually kind of an advantage for for the fact that you have this this deck of cards coming out. I am so excited, Paige. Yeah, this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you sent me a, a, a an iMovie of of the of flipping through the cards, and it worked for a while. The movie did, and then for whatever reason, it started doing an error, so I didn't get a chance to finish oh, okay. it. But what I saw, I, I loved the. I, I got to the chariot. Okay. And I, yeah, uh, it's. I'm trying to figure out figure out where I want to go from here. Uh, I get lost in your cards. That's why I'm sitting here going like, oh, I want to step into your cards. Just like I get lost in mm-hmm. your artwork. Like I want to step mm-hmm. into your artwork. Uh, the book, the, the there's a book that comes along with it, and it's an oracle deck, uh, an oracle slash tarot deck, um, right? Can you tell a little bit about the inspiration, specifically about the deck? And not not okay. specifically the cards, just the deck in general, and then we can talk about specific cards. Like, and 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 we'll we'll have a uh, a uh, example. Uh, we'll have a demonstration of of you reading from your your deck later, a little bit later in the show. But explain your inspiration for the deck, please. Okay, so what happened was um, over the years, I've had a lot of people, a lot of people when they have an artist they like, they'll suggest, oh, you should make it. And I've heard that for years. And I thought, well, I don't know. You know, I, I really have to see what I have to contribute to tarot because there's been so much already said about it. And what happened was I just sat down and got into a, a meditative space. And I felt myself connecting with um, the magical beings that live in the hidden worlds. Like in other places of the world, they still believe in fairies and elves and gnomes and and beings like that, dragons. And I believe in those beings as well. And so I felt myself connecting with them. And then I asked them, well, what do you have to say about about Tarot? And so I started channeling all of this information. So um, each suit that I did was a channeling with that kingdom. So the suit of air, for example, I was um, channeling and working with the fairy energy and talking to fairies about what it is they want to share, what they want to say. Um, the suit of water was inspiration from the mermaid kingdom and fire was dragons. We have a few angels in there and, and there's a Phoenix. And then um, the suit of earth was the tree spirits, the tree people that wanted to, that wanted to talk. So I had all of these, these beings that wanted to share something. And then there's two extra cards in it. There's actually five suits in my deck, and the fifth suit only has one card. It's the card of spirit, and it represents humanity. So we have our own card in this deck, and you can either use it in a reading to represent whoever you're reading for, or you can use it as a card to modify other cards. There's The other extra card in it is a card called the universe, and that is a physical message from the universe. It's a love note from the universe to humanity. And what I what I was determining as I was doing all of this channeling is that these other worlds really want to reach out and connect with us. Um, Cause we haven't been, we've kind of lost our connection a little bit, although there are some parts of the world that have maintained those connections. 
Um, a lot of times they'll show up in the soul portraits too. When I do those, the kingdoms will show up there. But um, pretty much it's their message to us. This is what we feel about Tarot. This is what we feel about you and your life. And each card um, in the deck has its own little piece of magic or a direction to take for how you want to move forward in life. What I find interesting with what you were just saying is is what I you know what what I talked about early on talking about our childhood and you and I were doing this 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 channeling this you know projection this connecting to the universe since we were children so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to say this right now for anyone listening this is second nature to Paige and I can I can tell you that with no. <laughs> No, no hesitation, because again, we were doing this when we were like seven, eight years old. Uh, and this is, this is who Paige is. And this is what I love about, this is why I loved to share things about you, because I saw this, this talent in you and this, this, this beautiful spirit. And you, you are, int- you, you are pretty introverted. And I'm like, everyone should know Paige. No pain. Uh-huh. You know what she does. So, so I, again, I I can't wait for people to actually see this deck because it's not like any. It's not like the the the. It's not a total uh, Rider weight clone. I mean, I can see that there's inspiration from it with with you know, when you're talking about the major arcana, but it's not the major arcana that Pamela Colvin Smith did. It's, it's, and also the other thing too, is the, the original um, Rider Waite deck were limited in their colors and they were pretty dark, bland colors. This is not that deck. This is not, that deck at all your colors are bright and vibrant and they jump off the cards um can you tell a little bit about first of all why those colors why and and explain the colors you know why were you drawn to use the bright colors the vivid uh blues and go ahead so what's funny about that is I always think as an artist that I should learn how to make friends with tertiaries, <laughs> which if you're an artist, you'll totally get that. But it's like more of your, um, you know, and, and more into the grays. And I've always been drawn to really, really bright, bright colors. The deck was created um, using chalk pastel. So I used um, soft pastels, like three or four different kinds, and colored pencils to create the art for the deck. And um, as far as the colors go, um, it it's kind of like an emotional thing. You know, I have an emotional connection with some of the colors. And so I wanted to put those connections into the drawing. Sometimes I'll be drawing something and I'll think it needs a certain color and there's another one that's just pulling me. It says, you know, no, it's me. This is the color. You know, I want to be this color for this piece of your art. And so a lot of times it's channeling. It really is. Like with a lot of my art, it's like that. I remember once I did a painting of a circus, and before I painted it, I leaned into the canvas and I said, please be a circus. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll start and it's like, nope, this is this is what I'm going to do. So the whole thing is just channeled. That's what they wanted. 
that's what they wanted their colors to be. So that's how it turned out. And it, again, it's not the, you know, I love Pamela Coleman Smith's artwork and, and the, the symbolism that she, she and, and, uh, and wait put into, into the cards, but they're not bright and vivid and, and they don't, jump out like like these cards it, it kind of I was looking at the at the cards uh last night and I said Paige we are still such hippie kids I mean we weren't hippies but we were raised around those that the the colors and this and that type of art that mm-hmm. did <laughs> um so so you explained your uh You'll have to excuse me. I get brain foggy sometimes. Your uh, correspondences to the the elements and and the the suit, the traditional suits, um, but your your major arcana is follows along the major arcana of the the Rider Waite deck ish. It, it, it's it's. Mm-hmm. Can you explain explain a little bit more about uh, your inspiration with major arcana I, I i stopped at the i stopped at the chariot because i thought hey this is really interesting i want to be able to make sure i have no no distractions when i continue through this and unfortunately like i said the the, the file you you gave me quit working at that point um but what i found interesting about the chariot is i'm not going to give that away i'm going to go ahead and let you start explaining and then i'll ask you specifically about the chariot Okay, so the chariot in my deck is um, a magical person wearing golden clothes, and they're playing a flute. And out of the flute comes all of this magic to, that turns the landscape from winter to spring. But the the um, person is riding on a panda. So instead of having two sphinxes, one white and one black, as is typical in the chariot, it's a panda it's unified so it has the white and the black on it and it's about that balance and about how when you come from a a balanced position that's the self-mastery that the chariot can talk about but um with the major arcana what happened with that was that i felt that each card was talking about some type of an ancient archetypal energy and so i had a conversation with that and though that archetypal energy kind of spoke through the cards and influenced them. For example, the hanged man in my deck is a whale. It's just a whale swimming in the ocean. And then the hierophant is a sea turtle. Um, and it's got the tree of life on, on the bottom of its, of its body. And the inspiration for that was because um, they have this legend that there's a sea turtle that lives at the bottom of the ocean. And once every 100,000 years, it surfaces to the top and collects all of the world's best knowledge and wisdom and creativity, and then it takes it with it back down to the bottom of the ocean again. And it's pretty much a living library of Alexandria. And then it resurfaces every 100,000 years to collect all of that. And to me, with the Hierophant, it's like that knowledge. It represents that knowledge, that place you go to to get that blessing. In the the Rider-Waite deck, it's a picture of a pope blessing, like, you know, holding his hands up and, and blessing to these two monks that are, that are kneeling before him. And it can talk about, um, 
it can talk about getting things done in a regular way. Like if, you, if you're asking about a job, for example, you, and you get to hear if it usually that talks about just doing the nine to five. But I wanted to go deeper than that. You know, where does all of that knowledge come from and also connect with um, all of this ancient wisdom? And that's what showed up was the sea turtle and I'm the Urifant. So, so with the major arcana, that's what happened. And like the devil is grandmother coyote. So that's because what I find a lot of times, the devil's really tricky energy sometimes. And um, a lot of people I find when it comes to their greater good coming to them have to get tricked into a little, little bit sometimes, you know, it's like the things that happen yeah. to you in life that you, you look at and you're like, Oh, this is crap. And then it turns out to be great. So, um, the devil can talk about it's like that wrapping a little bit. Wrapping wrapping your medicine in, you know, a spoonful of sugar or wrapping, you know, your dog's medicine in a piece of cheese. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you need to take this. So you, you kinda trick mm-hmm. it, it's it's more of that I, I'm 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 trying to to put positive spin in, in tricking you into things, but it's not always. <laughs> it's no, not it's always. not always, but sometimes it it can be. Now, I mean, that's the source for all the coyote stories. So explain a little bit more about the, the coyote stories. This is what I find interesting is is we were, when when you're, you don't, I, I don't think people realize that stuff that's very second nature because you're living in, in Arizona, which is part of the culture there, some people who may not be, uh, you know, immersed in that culture understand the coyote mm-hmm. energy so uh yeah it's it's a, it's a different animal in different right. places mm-hmm. right go ahead oh so it's just a different animal like um some people have it as the rabbit as the trickster and that's where you know we can get bugs bunny then because that's the trickster energy there yeah. other places it's the crow um here in the southwest it's um the coyote magic type stuff so um and the trickster is like a, a is like a basic archetype that's out there. Uh, and some people know Loki. Loki is me? a Loki is, monkey is, is also yeah, a trickster. Sure. Oh, I, I said mm-hmm. Loki, but monkey monkey is another trickster. Loki from from the um, the Norse mythology. Loki. Yes. Um, yeah, and the trickster energy I found I find to be very. To me, you know, I'm rabbit, so I understand the trickster energy, and and Bugs Bunny, you know, is 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 a. Uh, it's so funny because that's like I I will give that talk and say it's like Bugs Bunny, um, and I just find it really funny about how we were like together as children, and then. Psh, you know, had an entire lifetime and we're still like connected <laughs> uh, with, with little mm-hmm. things like talking about rabbit energy and the trickster and the rabbit being Bugs Bunny. Um, mm-hmm. Because yes, rabbit energy is, you know, you've got the puka, um, the, the white rabbit going back to, to Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. Um which, you know, goes back to Alice had to be tricked to go down into the other side by following the rabbit. There's a reason mm-hmm. for all that. So uh, you have Grandmother Coyote as the devil card. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
any any other things and again this is the major arcana with those archetypes like you said yeah but done from what when you basically meditated uh <clears throat> excuse me open yourself up to find out how those archetypes wanted to be presented you know to to you mm-hmm. and and that's why I'm I'm having I'm calling this when I when I describe it and even you and I've talked about it on on phone calls it is a, a tarot deck but it's also an oracle deck which there is a, a a slight difference I mean I mean there is can you explain to me the difference to you between a tarot deck and an oracle deck or the similarities if you will um, well, the tarot deck has a standard 78 card. So my deck is a tarot deck, but it can all, all decks can be oracle decks because an oracle is simply just an ability to divine. So anything can be used as an oracle, like runes or um, crystal ball or um, any of that stuff. Oracle decks specifically um, can be themed. Um, like there's like a mermaid oracle or a fairy oracle, and it's just that. And usually it's about around 44 cards. Sometimes they're 52 56 cards, but they're not a standard 78 cards that contain the major arcane and the four suits. Um, mine kind of steps into the oracle world a little bit because of the two extra cards, but it's really a, it's a tarot deck. But it can be Well, both. and the way that I look at it, the way that I look at it is when you think about tarot, you think about, you know, very rigid and mm-hmm. in my opinion, this is my opinion, and when you think about or, oracle, you're you're more, you, you, it tells you to make that connection with spirit mm-hmm. more to me. This is me because when mm, you're, yeah. when I read a, 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 a writer weight deck, it's like this card means this and this card means that. Um, and this is the, the read, this is the layout I use, but I, I feel that Oracle encourages you to be more in in touch with what are the cards? I, I'm trying to figure out exactly the the words. Do you understand where I'm going with this? That yeah, the oracle allows you to be a little bit more more. Um, go ahead, you say it because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like. There's more of a relationship. Pardon? I mean, with this deck, my my goal with this deck was to help whoever. Um, whoever got it to build a relationship with these kingdoms. So it's designed to help you build a relationship with the fairies and the dragons and the mermaids and all these other beings who want a connection. So, I mean, especially right now with the time that we have now um, in the COVID time that we have and the pandemic and all the crazy stuff going on, there is no better time to be a magician than now because we're called on um, by the universe to step into our highest and our best selves and to you know, create and to move from that place. And one of the things I did um, that I mentioned I was going to do is I um, I asked these kingdoms what they had to say about this time right now. And the answers were pretty interesting. So um, if you want, I can share what that is. Um, yeah. So with the fairies had to say, and the point I drew for that was the queen, the queen of the fairies. 
And it's interesting because the, the energy for what is going on right now is very heavily feminine as far as the solution to it. And that's nurturing, taking care of one another. And how we can do that is um, by seeing other people. And so with the queen of the fairies, she's a manifester. And so she's reiterating what I just said, that today there's no better time to be a magician. There's no better time to create, um, to tap into your gifts. You have a song here. You have something the universe really wants to see come out of you. And this is a great time to tap into that. And, and then from the realm of fire, I got another queen. And this was the queen of fire. So we're talking about the queen of the dragons. And she's a no-nonsense lady. You know, she shoots straight from the hips. She tells it like it is. Um, she's an ancient, ancient, ancient power, ancient. Um, so that's coming to the fore. And it's interesting because drawing her card reminded me of this vision I had many years ago where um, I could feel all of these women dancing below the crust of the earth. And they were all black, like black is in the fertility of the earth. It's, a, it's not like a racial thing. It was more symbolic of the earth. And they were all dancing wildly, and they were angry. And I knew if they made it to the surface of the earth, they were going to dance the destruction of the world. And I was like, hmm. And I said, why are you guys angry? And they said, because somebody told us we couldn't dance. And they couldn't even remember who it was. Somebody just said, you guys can't dance. And so that's why they were angry. And I said, well, I'm totally cool with you dancing. Dance as much as you want. Because <laughs> whatever their energy is, whoever they are, they're from the earth, and they need to stay in there. Um, cause that's just their home. That's where they resonate from, but they want to dance and they want us to be okay with it. So it's that feeling of, um, connecting with really old magic cause they represent a really, really old magic. And so the queen of the dragons is, um, is encouraging us to embrace this old, old ancient feminine power magic. And it's time for that to come up. And then the kingdom of the mermaids gave me the six of water and that's got mermaids that are um, mermaid children that are collecting their their memories and it's usually a card of memory and reminiscence and it's very much a card connect children and do you remember um how when we're kids it's so easy to make friends it's like hey do you want to be my friend and um that's the kind of magic this card is talking about it's remember we all have that space in our lives and we were like that you know, when, if you were a little yeah. kid, you were friends with all the other little kids. I mean, you didn't care what their parents did or where they lived or any of that. It's just it's another kid. Hey, you want to be friends? And that's just how it was. And so the kingdom of water is asking for that. And water remembers everything. So water remembers when we came from a better relationship with the earth. And so it's asking for us to remember that. Um, the kingdom of earth, with the tree people, um, in my deck, I pulled the two of earth, which has got this tree that is just beautifully arcing out from a cliff. Like, have you ever seen trees that grow out of the sides of cliffs? And they're huge. Yeah. And they're just, it's like, what is supporting them? So um, that was the message from earth. And it was, you're going to be okay. You're going to be supported. We have you. Even though you feel like you're flailing, the king, you know, all of these kingdoms really love us. And they just want us to come back to who we are naturally meant to be. And we have the power to do it. That's the important message here is we have the power to do it. So I, that's I'm the message. Thinking about stuff that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm thinking about things that you're saying with your reading <clears throat> and the women 
and the fact that they were that they were black and you said it's not a racial thing but i i wonder if there might be that racial connection mm-hmm. because of what we're seeing with you know black lives matter and people who who've mm-hmm. been trying to tell us for years about you know, hey, it's not right for you to treat us this way. It's not right for you to keep us suppressed. It's not right for us to have to worry. You know, I worry with my 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 black friends, especially male friends. Uh, you know, if they get get if they have any run in with the police, there's. I'm not saying all police are bad. Please don't go there. Mm-hmm. But there is a definite reason to worry. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I don't want to make this like this politically charged show, but I, I, I think that, that, that to me, when you started talking about that, it's also that connection because when they were taken from, from when, when their ancestors were taken from, from their, their lands, they were not allowed to dance like they were, like they could in in, uh-huh. in their ancestral land, and they weren't allowed to worship as they could, like their ancestors. And they were given new roles and and told to dance new dances. And I think that, you know, I'm using using them, uh, the, you know, African Americans and and specifically African Americans, because I'm talking about the the people who came from Africa that that were brought to this country, kidnapped or brought to this country. Um, and how they they're trying to find a connection to the old, but that lies in in almost everybody here in the new world, uh, except for the the indigenous, uh, you know, First Nations people. Well, no, even then, because you know we came here and said you have to, you. <laughs> There's a uh, I know I'm doing this. Stream of consciousness thing now, which is part of why I don't read cards because the stream of consciousness goes. <laughs> um, but there's a, 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 a group that I love that uh, uh, from the 70s, the 60s and 70s that that do comedy and they've recorded albums and and they're 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 like a, a readers theater type thing, like old radio shows, but it's it's funny and it's subversive and it's very hippie and they have this thing about the native Americans and how they're waiting, you know, the, the first people are are waiting for the great white brother to come and show them what they're, you know, it was promised by prophecy. And then the, the Spaniards land and say, you know, uh, Hey, do you know where the, the seven cities of gold are like Las Vegas and Reno? <laughs> um but they they bring the um, the the priest out and you know that well what they're asking they're they're the priest holds out, out the cross and says do you know what this is and the Native Americans are like yes it's a a symbol of the universe uh, you know separating it into active and passive quadrants and he says no it's gold <laughs> do you know where to find it. Uh, and then at the very end of this this little bit with the Spaniards and the the priest is speaking in a in a in an uh, Irish accent and at the very end he says, "Dominie, Dominie, Dominie. By the way, you're all Catholics now." It's it's huh. I I guess the reason I go off on this this stream of consciousness talking about this is there's a lot of people who've lost that connection with the earth. 
peoples not mm-hmm. and, and individuals and groups of people and i i i'm seeing this you know especially we i'm getting a little bit of noise on on your end um page i don't know if there's some if there's if you're talking into microphone or if the the phone is no. a little bit adjusted weird but but i think that that's where we're at right now and with with a lot of people because we've moved mm-hmm. away from listening to the earth we've looked away from you know dancing uh you brought up mm-hmm. dancing just dancing and dancing was a form of of uh of ecstatic expression of the connection with with the universe with energies um it's interesting you do you do your art i like to talk <laughs> no, i like music mm-hmm. uh so I guess one of the lessons is to find that connection to uh, to spirit, however you 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 feel it, because it's going to help us nurture us through this this uh, difficult time. I like the way mm-hmm. that you explain the truth, though, because it reminds me of uh, the fool the fool card. Mm-hmm. Because. The full card is is that same type of thing, except for he is about ready to to or she is about ready to step off that cliff. But you just know that everything is going to be okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. So, thank you for for that. Um, when you are doing your your in your book, you mm-hmm. have. You you have the cards, and you have mm-hmm. a companion book with it. Can you explain a little bit about the – because I was looking – you can find, if you're interested while you're listening, you can find the description of Paige's cards um, and the deck in the book on Amazon. It's not yeah. It's not ready yet. It's not ready to uh, – when does it come out? When can people buy it? July 28th is the release date. So the date supposed um, to be. on Amazon yeah. says June 28th, and that was pre-COVID, so it got bumped because of that, but it's July 28th. And you can still pre-order it. Even though it, you might get a message saying it's out of stock, you can pre-order it. Um, That's in important. The book, yes. Go ahead. In the book, I give a description of the card and the divinatory meaning, but each card also has an action to take. Or a, a, I think of it as an enchantment, you know, something you can think about. So if you just want to pull a card, you can pull a card and then ask for um, additional direction. But it's really about just connecting. you connecting with, you know, what the picture is and the being that's behind the picture. But you go into also the, the different kingdoms. And this is the yes. thing I love about about this, because when when we learn, it's like the different suits, and the suit means this, and the suit, and you're, and there's no animus, there's no connection to a live energy, hardly at all, especially in the the minor arcana of the Rider Waite deck. Uh-huh. There's there's not that life. I mean, there's certain major arcana cards that I can definitely get that connection with but the majority of minor arcana are just like scenes uh and they have that that the number and the and the suit in it (laughs) 
it's mm-hmm. it's not necessarily live action connect into that. And, and I guess that's the, what I was trying to say, the difference between a, a tarot deck and an oracle deck. It's like, you know, it's almost like with, with traditional tarot, it's a rote memorization of what the symbols mean. Whereas an oracle, mm-hmm. it is more, uh, you know, connecting. I'm sorry, I, I have brain fog, and there's a word that I'm supposed to be using, and it's really, uh, it's not inspirational. It's uh it's connecting with the, um, with basically your psychic energy and connecting with the mm-hmm. uh, intuition. That's the word. Mm-hmm. To me, oracles are more intuition driven, whereas mm-hmm. tarot, traditional tarot, is more rote. Uh, am I? Do you agree? Disagree? Am I am I off the mark here? Because I that's why I feel well, I that you're, you're describing your well, you're you're describing your individual experience with it. So there's no um, like right or wrong or anything on that. That's your individual experience of oracles and, and tarot. Um, for me, I tend to rely a lot on my intuition for all the, the ways that I read. Um, with, you know, tarot and, and also with oracles. I have a girlfriend who put all of her tarot decks and oracle decks together, and she calls it her monster deck, and it's about two feet tall, and she has you pull cards <laughs> from that. So <laughs> there's there's just a lot of different ways to learn how to read. And um, one of a really good meditation to do, like if you want to learn um, the cards, is to pretend that you're just stepping into the picture with whatever being is depicted there and just imagine that you're having a conversation with them and what do they have to share to say what are they saying to you and maybe what you find out is just specific for you or maybe it might be for somebody you're reading for or you know but just to be open to the adventure of it that makes sense that makes sense because, you know, as I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about, you know, what I was saying about the minor arcana and how it's not really mm-hmm. connected with the with a person or, or a, an action. And then I thought about the, the court cards. And I don't know about you. I know a lot of people have a hard time reading the court cards because you're like, is this, mm-hmm. are you talking about a specific person with that color hair? Are you talking about a person with that, with those sun signs in the element are you are mm-hmm. you talking about a person or are you talking about attributes and it's I guess that's where where it's clunky for me whereas your your deck here with the tarot of the kingdoms it's it it's not clunky because it is mm-hmm. stepping in and having a, a relationship with the cards and and it makes it I guess the what I'm trying to say about about your deck I have a relationship with 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 my my writer weight deck. I I definitely am connected to it, but mm-hmm. it's more. There's a lot more formality with it, where this is a lot more of that connection in a at a at a spiritual level. Your cards. Do you? Uh huh. Would you? Would you recommend this deck for somebody who is – who would you recommend this deck for? Would you recommend it for somebody who's very skilled or somebody just starting? And what would be 
the arguments for either or both? Well, for somebody that's just beginning, um, like I said, it's an invitation to meet the beings from these different worlds. And it's my hope that they speak through the cards to the person that's um, learning to read them. So if they draw, say, for example, the king of water, who's the king of the mermaids, but the king of the mermaids actually has a conversation with them. And I find that people who are new readers are wide open um, if they don't shut themselves down with judging them, you know, with judgment. That's really what stops a lot of people from learning how to read is just the judgment piece. Like, well, I don't know what the card should mean or, you know what I mean? It's like, be open. Yes. Let it tell you what it means. Um, sometimes I've had a card that traditionally means a certain thing and it will come out and say it's totally something else in, in a reading. And so just be open to that. For skilled readers, um, I, for them, I think they, they could definitely still build this relationship with what is being offered here. Um, for a lot of readers that I've run into, it's just kind of expanding what it is you can see and seeing beyond what you've learned certain cards mean. Um, but it's definitely a deck for both, I would say, and each can get something different out of it. But the goal is to build a relationship. The goal is, what I'd like is if people start using this deck, I'd like it if certain things started happening in their lives, like they start seeing fairies or fairies turn up in their lives, or maybe they go to the ocean and, and they might get a sense that a mermaid is is close by. You know, that's what I'm hoping is that, that it develops that relationship. And then when they're in partnership with the earth, they can really create amazing things from that place. So I that's like really that. my goal. I like that a lot. And that's, that's kind of, <clears throat> excuse me. I apologize for, for having to clear my throat there. Um, I like that because I, I think I keep making these connections back to our childhood because it is that childhood wonder that you and I had and were allowed to explore early on and had the validation of having each other in in our lives that we we were able to, you know, not only did we believe in magic, we practiced magic at that young of an age. So we, I feel that, that we're more open to, I'm not saying that we're above anyone. Everyone's available. Everyone, everyone has this, this ability in them to varying degrees. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everyone has that, but it's, it's just being open to it. And the fact that, that we were in each other's lives so young to validate and to explore magic and, and channeling uh, from that early age just was a benefit for us. Um and and yeah. I, you know it, it comes across in your in your in your work and what you described with the cards is to find that. Mm-hmm. Um, I see we have another caller. I have no idea if this is a caller who wants to have a reading because you and I talked about you know letting you do some readings uh-huh. and uh, did you uh, and you invited some of the people. What before we go into it, will you do the the readings by phone and you also have some Facebook page, a Facebook page. Uh Can you go ahead and explain different ways that people can, can connect to you? And okay. So I have a Facebook group called oracles and enchantments and I'm posting a daily card of the day and a daily enchantment um, for the day, which I've got to post that later today. But um, that also features the cards um, from my deck and you can certainly ask me questions there on, on that page. 
on the, you know, in the Facebook group, and I'm inviting you to join it as well. So that's a good place to start, oracles and enchantments. And, and then you um, uh, invited, I saw your on page, you invited, you said, what's going to be on this podcast? Does anyone want a reading? Again, I'm not sure if the person who is listening is just listening. Awesome. If you're wanting a reading, if you could press one on your phone, it'll flag your call. And uh, we'll okay. know if that's your, your, your reading. And I'm not okay. sure. Yes, it's the person who's waiting for a reading. Um, we can bring the person on <laughs> and, uh, Usually I go and I, I, I ask people off, off mic, you know, hey, who are you? What do you want? So we're, we're going to add this person on blind. We're going to trust that this is somebody that you already know. So, uh, hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to the porch. Um, who am I speaking with? This is Maria. Hi, Maria. And hi. Hi, Maria. Are you on? Hi, Paige. Are you? <laughs> Paige, She's you one know of the Maria? Two, yeah. I do. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll hush and I'll let you do your thing. So, um, Maria, did you have a question that you wanted to ask? Yes, actually, I was thinking about what I was going to ask, and then all of a sudden, uh, my ancestors and the and the elves. It's like I think the elves have a uh, a message for me. So I was hoping you can bring clarity to that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love owls. Okay, so let's see what we have. All right, so the first card I drew for you is the Ace of Fire. And that card features a phoenix rising from the flames. And so this card is all about rebirth. It's all about connecting with new things that you want to do. And the fairies are speaking up here through the five of air, and they are asking you to listen closely to yourself. Like really, like usually when they say, um, when you're tapping into your intuition, to allow a stream of consciousness to flow through. You take your first thought, usually that's the one that's pretty accurate, but allow other things to flow through too. You know, what else wants to be said? They're wanting to have like a, like a dialogue with you. Um, I like creating art around stuff like that because I find I can get messages through drawing that won't often come out through words. The other thing I'm drawing here is the High Priestess card, which talks about you getting in touch with your inner wisdom. So you already have a lot of gifts inside of you. There's a lot. And all of this is wanting to come out at this point in time. You've also got the Page of Fire turning up. So that's a little dragon being. And he has very playful energy. So the element of play is hinted at here. You've got a lot of play coming out in here, actually. With the Page of Fire and the Ace of Fire, there's a lot of play being suggested here. And then you've got the Three of Water, which is a card of love and celebration and connecting. Um, What I would suggest, you're wanting to connect with these beings. Um, I like giving offerings to beings like that. So for me, sometimes it's a dance. So I'll put on a piece of music that I really love. And sometimes it's just some kind of old piece of rock music. So it doesn't have to be anything new agey. But whatever speaks to you, um, put that song on and dedicate that song as an offering to your ancestors or to the owls and, and just dance for them. 
and you can dress up if you want to, or you can have some kind of like a rattle or something if you want to do it. Um, there are different things that I'll dance with, but I'll just offer all of that. And I'll dance however. It's not even, it's not choreographed or anything. But when you offer <laughs> that, you're going to get something from that. They'll really dig it. They're going to really love what it is you've given them. Um, and I think from there, because of the cards that I'm looking at, you may have some interesting dreams that turn up or some interesting awarenesses, but you're going to start building a relationship with them. But dance is the oldest offering in the world to give something like that. And they love it. They're really reciprocal to it. So that's what I would wow. encourage. Yeah, thank you. I, I have the music already. Yeah, thank you. Oh, cool. Yes, you're very, very welcome. You already have your music picked out, Maria. I'm sorry? <laughs> Maria? Yeah, I do. You already have your yeah, music the... picked out. I do. Go ahead. It's the, oh, what's it called? Uh, Van Morrison Astro, um, Astro Weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, cool. you can't go wrong with Van Morrison. You can't go wrong no. with Van Morrison at all. <laughs> so... <laughs> So you have a connection already with Owl, with Owl Energy, Maria, right? Um, I do, yes, I do. I do. I I just Very feel cool. like, um, yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like um, I love the cards, and I've been listening from the beginning, and and all these magical places. I can't wait to um, order the cards because I just think they're going to pop out and help me connect you know, on a deeper level. So thank you, Paige. This is so cool. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Maria. I, I, you're I welcome. have a, a person. Again, thank you for being part of the show. And, and please let people, you know, you can share the link to the show with your friends who you think would be interested in Paige's card as well. In Paige's cards. Say, what card, Paige? <laughs> and all of them. <laughs> all of the cards. So please, please uh, help spread the, the, the love of, of Paige's message here. I'm going to pay oh, you I have sure somebody will. that I – oh, I'm sorry, Maria, I cut you off in the middle of you saying this. Thank you so much. I'll bring Maria back on because I feel thank bad you. for cutting off. Thank you. I just wanted thank to say you thank so you. Much. Paige, I'm like, I've got the, thank you again, Maria. I've got the, the TV on in the background and the guy that's on right now, he's in Florida and he's talking about the stuff that's happening, you know, that we don't want to, to invade our space here, but he's wearing a mask that, that could be straight from your cards. It's very bright colors. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm just thinking, you know, this, I, I think that that's, you know, with the symbolism, with this energy here, it's, it's use your, try to use your voice for, for that positive energy and, and the, the colors, mm -hmm. you know, how he's got his mouth yeah. covered, but he's got it covered with, with brightness, you know, to, to give a message that we have, we have so much negativity and it's nice to have your cards to help remind us of, of beautiful things. And the beauty is still there. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I have somebody here again that I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and trust. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Chris LaPrath. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Paige. 
Well, I, How are you doing? I'll let you page and Chris take over now. I'm going to melt in the background okay. again. <laughs> so, Chris, do you have a question uh, that you want to ask? You know, Paige, you know, you, you know you're my favorite and only reader, right? So I always, <laughs> I always know it, it doesn't matter what question I have. You always come up with the right thing. It's kind of like the highest priority. It just comes to you, so I'm just setting it up for what message comes through as the highest priority. Okay. All right. So let me tap into these guys. Okay, so I'm drawing for you the three of Earth, and it's got these two tree beings that are embracing each other. You've actually got um, some beautiful Earth energy showing up with this card. What the trees really wanted to communicate when they started talking through this deck was about the magic of gratitude, which I think actually you, you do really beautifully because they give us oxygen. We give them carbon dioxide. So they understand that whole giving relationship, giving and receiving relationship that we have with humanity. And when I look at this card, I feel like you are getting into a really good space um, prosper with your prosperity because the universe has taken note of all of the beautiful energy you've been giving and how you make yourself available to other people. So that's getting repaid is what they're sharing. You're also drawing the queen of the fairies next to that. So that again is stepping into your manifesting shoes. And what do you want to create from this place? There's more out there in the world for you to experience. You've also got the page of air which again is about the fairy kingdom and it's an invitation. And in this card, there's this forest and there's a path leading through the forest and there's a butterfly that you have to kind of look carefully to see. And that's intentional because that's about when you listen to your intuition and your inner guidance, you know, the next best opportunity for you. And this opportunity that I feel is showing up is also being spoken about through the strength card, which in my deck is a Mayan princess who is merging with a jaguar. And this story was told to me by um, a friend of mine who went down to South America to meet with the Mayans. Um, She was from the Creek Nation. And she said the Mayans told her that um, because there's this mass disappearance of Mayans, Indians, nobody knows where they went. And the ones that are still there told her this story that when the Spanish came over, they could hear the sounds of thunder coming from the ocean. And when they divined into it, they, they, and they heard all these stories about um, the white man conquering, they didn't want to be under their rule. So what they did was the whole nation got together and decided that they would turn into jaguars and go live in the rainforest. And they left a few of them behind to tell the story. And the mines that were there said, if you sit at the foot of the rainforest at night, the jaguars will climb down from the trees. They will turn into people and they will tell you their stories. And so what this card is all about is about reclaiming your power. So there seems to be a theme here, especially showing up with the seven of water, which has a mermaid in it. What she's sharing is that there are dreams that you may have thought that you couldn't have that are going to be coming back to you. So anything that looked like it was started moving in your life, but then it just never really took off, um, it feels like that's coming back around again. And it's like the time is now for that. And I feel like you're going to be launching something really successful that's going to benefit you greatly, especially financially. You're right on. You are right on. (laughs) 
Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Paige. You're amazing. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris. I'm definitely ordering the cards. Oh, thank you. I cut Chris off again. Thank you for for being on the show, too, Chris. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm definitely ordering the cards. Awesome. And, and there's a delay. I, I explained to Paige ahead of time that with, with blog, talk, blog Talk Radio, there's a delay. And there's also a delay when I push buttons. So uh, I'll push a button and somebody will be mid-sentence. So I'm apologizing for that ahead of time. But thanks for being on the show, Chris. And uh, Thank you very that much. Was Thank a, you, Paige. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying watching you and your element here. So I have another caller here, um, and who am I speaking with? Hello? You'll have to turn down whatever noise you have in the background. Yeah, if you're listening to the show, there's also a bit of a delay uh, from talking on the phone and, and being on the show. So who am I speaking with? Hi, it's Tina from New Jersey. Who is this again? Hi, my name is Tina from New Jersey. Hi, Tina. Hi, Tina. I'm so sorry about that. I have my manifestation music up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hi, thank you for having your show today, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah, you're welcome. Did you have a question you wanted to ask the cards? Yes, I would like to ask. Um, yes, I would like to ask about my relationship with my boyfriend Todd. Okay. And you want what to know how that's going? Us? Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So let's see what we're pulling. Alrighty. So. I've got five cards for you. Um, The first card that I'm pulling actually represents you, what you're dwelling on, what you're thinking about, and it is the death card, and it does not mean death or anything like that. What it means is that you're wanting a transformation. You're wanting things to kind of move forward and change. This card's got a lot of flowers in it, and it's got, like, some rainbows in it, so you're wanting a shift or a change to happen in it. Um, Next to that, you've got the Nine of Fire, which is where the Dragon Kingdom is coming in. And the dragons really want you to trust. They want you to let go of all expectations. They want you to live in the moment. They want you to accept each day as it comes um, because there's a lot of blessings coming your way. And I'm saying that because you've got the Nine of Water coming in here. That is the traditional wish card in the Tarot. And what the mermaids said about when wishes come true, for them it's all about how they connect with people. And in this card, um, this mermaid is embracing love. She's reaching out to what she loves most in life and embracing it. And that card is next to the king of the fairies, and he's playing music for you. So I feel like this is going to be headed in a, in a direction where there's a lot of really positive growth that can happen for you. Um, it's all kind of tied up with your trust, being a, just being able to, to trust in what you're experiencing right now and to allow that magic to flow. But you've got some good transformation on the way. I feel really good about this for you and your relationship. Yeah, so I any- agree with that. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. 
Yes, I'm saying, do you see why spirit brought us together? Oh, does spirit see you together? That's why they're asking you to why? Why? Because there's there's really good good possibility here. With the nine of cups, you can't go wrong. The nine of water here with the mermaids? Yeah. Oh, Oh, great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So what? Yeah, the way that I see that, and, and you know, I'm not trying to step on, on, on your readings, but I, I kind of, this is how I'm processing this is, is that if you're, if you go out and you, you connect with people uh, and, and trust, then it'll, it'll, it'll turn out, right? And mm-hmm. this is how I'm seeing it. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll, 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 it'll turn out for you, Tina. That's good news. Great. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. I'm excited. Thank you for calling I'm in the show, Tina. I'm going to go ahead and go to the, the next caller. And and this is awesome, Paige. Who am I speaking with right now? Yes, hi. Hello? My name is Patrice. Thank you for taking my call. Is it you said Patricia or Patrice? Patricia. Patricia, thank you for calling, Patricia. Welcome to the I show, Patricia. Um, so, I, go ahead. Um, what did you What did you say? I probably caught the tail end of it. Oh, I said go ahead. What's What's your question? Oh, okay. All right. I'm um, in the midst of a lot of uh, new changes that I want to do and need to do. Relocating from this current city I am I'm in in the Midwest to the Pacific Northwest, um, and. Uh, Moving into new areas and learning to speak as a speaker, writing, uh, business ownership. Anyway, I'm considering moving to Washington State, and I was considering uh, Vancouver. But uh, Mm -hmm. I live in Vancouver and work in uh, Portland, Oregon. But I'm wondering... Uh, how much of an opportunity, I mean, with the opportunities there for diversity, you know, business opportunities, how open-minded would they be supporting, mm-hmm. you know, woman. Um, and, of course, I'm over, I'm 40-plus. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to be realistic. You know, we, we say all this other stuff, but, I mean, in reality, the reality is another thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm Patricia. I need to find Patricia. out. Yes, I'm sorry, Patricia. I was going to say some of the best people with that. You're in really good company of the the 40 plus women here. So mm-hmm. we, I think we're, oh. we're, you know, and I'm sorry for stepping on your on your toes here, Paige, but I think we're, I I, I think we're coming into a time, kind of what Paige was saying to begin with uh, in the. the the uh, the podcast is we're coming into that time of that that female energy, and I think we've been raised to I don't know not own it. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. in good company here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's good. Uh, I need to find out the opportunities. Now I'm going to obviously have my own 
uh, energy clearing healing business. I'll be working out of my home, but obviously mm-hmm. working a bridge job outside to fund the business and just starting to speak and obviously remotely until mm-hmm. it is healthier to go out in person. I'm wondering, uh, I mentioned Vancouver, Washington, uh, what opportunities, if you feel, or your Taro decks would, now Seattle is, I know, these, the cost of living is, is high. Would, uh, mm-hmm. And for energetically, would Tacoma, uh, or uh, should I consider Tacoma, or uh, what, Bellevue? in addition to Vancouver as places to relocating to, Portland, Oregon. I've ne- I don't know anyone in these cities. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but obviously I'm making a new start. And as I said, the city here that I'm currently in, <sighs> I've uh, just had enough. And I know obviously there's pros and cons in each city and state. I realize that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and and I would like to uh, visit, um, but I've dealt with so many challenges just being here. You know, spiritual attacks. I mean, psychic attacks, mm-hmm. uh, dark night of the soul, and I've come out of most of that. Uh, and I came across a narcissist as well, uh, and I've. You know, as I said, I got took my power back, um, mm-hmm. but I you know, experienced some health challenges and, like I said, financial and money. And, and okay, uh, so when that stuff starts happening, usually what mm-hmm. is assigned from from the universe is for you to slow down and to go inside, and mm-hmm. to um, to be in like there's a temple inside of all of us, mm-hmm. and that's the temple that you go to to um, address the divine. As far as um, your business goes, this is the invitation I have for you. Except for when you started talking about business, I pulled the page of water, which in my deck has two mermaids reading a message in a bottle. So mm-hmm. what they're sharing with me is that when it comes to your business, I want you to pretend that this business that you're wanting to create is a living thing. And I want you to imagine that, um, like, if you could, like, get into a meditative space at some point today or whenever you have time, Imagine you're sitting at a bus stop and a yellow school bus pulls up and your business walks off the school bus and sits next to you and has a conversation. So ask your business what it wants. What does it want? Where does it see itself being? Just listen to what it has to say because create something and you pour all of your love into it and all of your imagination and all of your creativity. It can become a living thing. And so you can have a conversation with it, you know, pretend it's a living being. And just even though it's evoking your imagination, that's where all these ideas are coming from anyway. But ask it. I do feel you're going to wind up somewhere in the, in the Northwest. I think it's going to take some time to get there, so it's not going to be overnight. But once you do get there, there are parts of it where you're going to have all your ducks in a row, like things are going to line, be lined up for you to get there. But a lot of it is also going to depend on you. Um, trusting in in your guidance, you know, in your in your inner guidance. And I'm sharing that because I've got the Knight of Earth here for you. So he likes to reward things. He's very much into rewarding 
you financially and also with good health and stuff. Um, but it just takes a, a little a little time to get there. Um, I'm getting more of a feeling. It was Bellevue, the one you recommend you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Was that one of them? I'm getting a good, yep, good no. feeling on that. Yeah, okay. I'm getting a good it's feeling on that. On but then I would uh, explore yep. the area and just tap into it. Don't explore it as, okay, I'm looking for a place to live. But allow the land to talk to you. What is it saying to you? Allow the water to speak to you. What is it saying to you? And then as far as um, psychic attack stuff goes, what I usually recommend people do, and this is around the new moon, um, or you could do it whenever you need it, and sometimes I do that, is you run a nice warm bath and you put um, a couple of teaspoons or tablespoons of sea salt. It has to be sea salt. Not Himalayan salt, not any other kind of salt. Ocean salt has to come from the ocean. It's somewhere on the planet. But you put a few Mm -hmm. few tablespoons of sea salt in the water. You light a white candle or whatever favorite color you have that represents the divine light. And then you take a bath in that water. And you imagine just getting rid of everything, all the crap, all the stuff you want to get rid of. Make sure all parts of your body get the water, all parts of you. So you Mm -hmm. just take a bath as normal. And then you stand up in the tub when you're done and you let the stopper out and then you stand in it while all the water goes away. And so the water's pulling all of the negativity off of you. And after it's totally drained, you step out of the tub and you air dry for 20 minutes and the air pulls off the rest of it. And this will hit reset in your life. It totally will. So you'll feel refreshed. You'll have new ways of prosperity coming your way. Um, Mm -hmm. You'll find yourself feeling healthier. It's the best way I know of to get rid of negativity. In fact, salt is universally used for um, house clearings or exorcisms or any of that. It totally gets rid of it. So that's, mm-hmm. and I do that once a month on a new moon. Okay. And I know we had just a Mercury retrograde to end, and I think what was it, a lunar eclipse and cancer mm-hmm. just in well. So, yeah, there was a lot of planetary, you know, movement going on. Oh, there's, um, there's a comet. There's a comet now, Yeah, too. the comet that came by, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking of making this move and say by October of this year. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it might be longer, but like I said, I'm starting to, you know, job search. Mm-hmm. Um and see what's out there, uh, but I was focused on have Vancouver. You, and, yes. Have you have you considered Spokane or anything west? You know, more more not necessarily, but uh, totally west Washington. But have you considered anything that's like not on the coast, or is there a reason that you wanted to go to the near the coast? Well, well, I Vancouver I, I had like, on the coast. I like I like the water, so. Mm-hmm. I might not be on the water, but, I mean, if I could, you know, just take a bus ride to there within half an hour or so. Um, <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's that reason. But, I, yeah, I had not considered Spokane, and, I mean, you know, they that could be a possibility, too. Uh, Spokane's not going to be by the, the water, though. That's, like, closer to, to Idaho. But I, I, I yeah. don't know. I'm just... You know, again, I'm not. I'm. I'm hoping to add to Paige and not try to step on Paige's toes. But I just see it. I just see you a little bit 
west of, you know, I don't know if Yakima, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm, I'm seeing you a little bit more west. I, Paige, are you, I mean, do you have anything to say with what I'm? I see her by water. I like, mean, there's going to be a water feature somewhere like the ocean or a river. I know Washington state's got rivers too. Right, right. Yeah, and of course, you know, Seattle is just right near that. And then Bellevue, uh, I guess Tacoma, uh, Olympia, Bellingham is really up north there. Um, well, I'll tell you, the right place is looking for you right now. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, doing a lot of preparation, and and I just during this maybe I'm uh, maybe maybe I'm picking up a transition place because you were saying that it's the page you were saying that it's not you know going to be boom. Maybe that's what I'm picking up as a transition place. You know, to I, I like to go mm-hmm. me personally when I when I go to a new place, um, a new place to move. I kind of like to go somewhere and 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 get a better feel when I'm there as to where mm-hmm. the drawing, drawing. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, I mean, I don't know uh, what your, what your trade is outside, what kind of jobs you're getting, but, but there's, I, I, I myself, I'm, I'm drawn to that area too. I think that there's a, a lot of good, good people and good energy up there. My daughter just moved there like three weeks ago to uh, Friday Harbor on San Juan Island. So, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, yes, I know there's the changes in the world and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I mean, you know, those were going and before it got to that, apart from this COVID, I mean, those other changes uh, with already taking place. I mean, it's just people happen to be at home with this COVID and, they got to see that the reality. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and then there was a shock to them, to mm-hmm. most most persons, but it wasn't a shock to me. And mm-hmm. um, fortunate. So, all right. Um, okay. Well, uh, thanks for the, su- the suggestion. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel like you've got a real connection with the earth, by the way. So um, it will talk to you. Like, if you listen, nature is going to talk to you. Okay. And it's going to give you some guidance, and it will help you with um, the next best step to take, too. Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, and have a good day. Oh, you too. You're welcome. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you for calling. I This is awesome, Paige. I like it because this is you and your element, and I like watching that. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope you don't mind my coming in with little snippets. I, no, I apologize if I'm stepping on your toes. <laughs> um, but We're now I'm kind of, you know. I'm sorry, pardon? No, that's how intuition is. You get inspirations and they just kind of, they're there and you would honor them. I, you know, as soon as she mentioned where she wanted to go, I just feel, I I don't feel it like totally west like Spokane, but maybe, maybe a little bit, a little bit to the west is all I'm picking mm-hmm. up. It's just not quite there. And that's just, and again, I don't know if that's a transition place. 
So mm-hmm. it, it, I I just I just feel Patricia that you're on the right track. To I'm going to go ahead and bring Tr- Patricia back on mic because I I don't think it's right to talk about it when she can't say anything. Patricia, I feel like you're on the right track because it feels like you're in a bad bad place where you're at. But and it's good mm-hmm. to to. Uh, to move away from something, but you've got to be careful where you're moving to. Um, yeah. Are you a Sagittarius, Patricia? No, no, I was born back in this month. My birthday will be this week. Okay. <laughs> oh, happy, oh birthday. happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. Okay. So, I'm so a, you're I'm a you son. Can, you take your home with you? <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's been the experience these uh, last eight years here because I initially moved back here to help a family member who claimed they wanted my help, uh, my aunt. And, of course, I get here and she, you know, just her usual difficult, you know, negative, you know, uh, vindictive Mm. self. And so... um, you know, dealing with that, and it just seemed like as soon as my foot just touched the soil of this place, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, that it was just, mm-hmm. just being blasted with these people who had just seemed to be so confrontational and negative and um, wanting to be mouthing off. Now, yeah, obviously, that's, you know, that's the whole world. I get that, but, I mean, like, you know, look. Um it's but it's not the whole world. You need to you need to put that vibe out there to attract the people who are not going to tear you down, who are not going to use you. Right. And that's kind of um, that's kind of what I was getting at when you were talking about you know being a a woman forty plus. You know, own it. There's a lot of really strong women out there, and look to them for mm-hmm. inspiration, and look for them for for your voice. Because I you know I don't know. I'm I'm feeling a lot of you know, the more we talk to you, the more comfortable you get, the more you're telling telling us. And I feel like you just need to feel more comfortable where you're at. Right? Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm very at peace, peace with my age. No, I say that because, <clears throat> you know, job-wise and whatever, it's always geared towards, you know, the younger. Uh, yeah, know, there's still a- ageism and, you know, with all the other isms. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's a reality. Um, but, yeah, like I said, uh, and there were some other just really negative experiences I had here. And it's like, okay, I uh, I will, you know, you know, once I was able to take back my power and get more psychically and spiritually stronger and, um, you know, I've been learning these new, you know, skills that, uh, and then so that I can, and uh, you know, get get started and get moving on. And I mean, yes, I was dealing with some doubts, and uh, because it was, it was just, it was just constant, you know. And uh, and it's like, okay, well, you, yeah. And I've gone through life, you know. I know, I know what hard life can be. And it's like, well, well you know I can what? Tell, I can tell that from you. 
I can tell you know, that from uh, you. And and what I what I what I want to say, Patricia, is is uh, um, when you open yourself up to trust family, because that's what we're taught to do. You know, to to trust family, and it feels like you've been hurt by family, and and some family members do that. It's uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is 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 I, I can see you being happier, being surrounded by people who support you. And that's not always your family of blood. It's more your family of choice. And, and yes. I, I wanted to, yes. to jump up when, when Paige was talking about doing that bath and with the salt, I wanted to jump up and down and say, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, do, do. I'm definitely going to do that. Please do, because it'll help you. Because, because you, you're. What I'm pick, what I'm coming is from what you're talking about, and from the energy that I'm getting from you is that you're, you're carrying the weight of everybody else on you, and you're carrying the weight of you that could be the you that you want to be. You're carrying around like it's a different person, and make that person you. Make you oh, that yeah. person that you're carrying around that you want to be. Yes, I mean, and that's I, what I've this just tension learned, learned that I am my only priority and I put myself first. And because uh, I'm dealing with some situations and circumstances that I've got to, you know, do that. And, um, you know, that's, that's just a reality. So, um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm thankful for the suggestion. And um, open yourself up to a reality that it's not just about that, though, that you that you can. Paige, are you getting any of this or am I stepping on any? Open yourself up to the reality no, that it's I'm, not just you carrying I'm the burden. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like you search, you know, Paige gave me the green light. It's like, Paige, why did you do that? <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm getting, Patricia, is, is go ahead and. and Right now, you're in a in a situation where you don't feel like you can you can trust, but but do it in you know do it in stages, like like what Paige was saying, and you know you can. I think it'll be a good, but I just wanted to say that what happened to you in the past, with what Paige was saying with the 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 bath, will help cleanse a lot of the stuff that you don't need to be right. carrying around. Right, and I realized that it that is in the past, um, and I just was just having a difficult time shaking that off. And oh um, yeah, we all do. It's easier said mm-hmm. than done, but I will, you know, I must do that and will do that, you know, because I can't waste, you know, time. I can't we we can we you can't get back that time when people, you know, waste your time when you are giving up your time to them and they just, you know. They don't value that, don't value you. And it's like, okay. And so I've gotten to that point now. There's no more, you know, of this, um, and I, you know, and really trust, you know, my intuition, whatever, whatever, since I pick up about somebody or certain situations and, you know, and and move on from there. <laughs> anyway, thank you, ladies, again. And, oh, you're uh, welcome. You have a blessed day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks for calling. I, I have to tell you one thing, Paige, that you're inspiring me is is when you started reading and everything, I'm like, no, I can't wait to get my cards. And I can't wait to start reading again because, uh, oh, gosh, cool. uh, 
I, I haven't been reading like I, I used to. And I, when I, when you started doing that, I tapped in, I felt like I was tapping into, into, into my intuition too. And it's really That's easy good. to. That's the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you go, Paige. You've already done it. You've done it with me. Um, I've, now I've I've lost my I've, my train has jumped off the track. No, that's that's what I I feel like with the the cards is it, it's it'll be a lot easier for for some people, especially with your explanation. Uh, speaking of explanations, you have your 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 group that you have on Facebook where you do a card yeah. and you're available mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. questions. Um, so. So I, what I, that's one of the things I love about the time that we live in, too. I had a, uh, a couple people who wrote books when I started reading uh, cards that I would go to, but I didn't have them available to ask them questions, you know, and I mm-hmm. didn't have them available, like, on a daily basis to say, okay, well, that's, you know, here's a little bit more in, about this card. So, not only are you going to do that, you were talking about, you and I have talked about, I don't know, are you ready to talk about the, you're, you're working on creating a, a YouTube channel or oh, something like, like a way to. Yes, I to, am, I am creating, creating a YouTube channel and Twitch. So um, I'll let you know when those things, when I, when I get cool. that stuff together. For me, mostly it's the tech hurdle that I have to get over. Well, I can help you with that. I can help you with that. Um, I'm here to help you. I'm, I'm so excited. You know, that's my job. That's one of the things I was placed on the planet for, is to help Paige. <laughs> Literally, since I was a kid. I, You know, I, I'm i going to go ahead and, and, and flip back into, we, we did some silly things growing up. We used to go, uh, we lived in the desert, and we used to go explore in the desert and, and look for for fun stuff in the desert and, and uh, uh, I just have like a lot of great memories of, uh, and we were only together for a very short time, but you made a, a big impact on, on me. And it was so great to have somebody who to help validate that magic because there's so many people mm-hmm. who will try to take that away from you. And it mm-hmm. made, it, it, it made, made my spirit very happy to see that through the years, even though our paths went separate, when we got back together, not only were we like in in a lot of the same place, but to see your art, that you're still doing art, because it would have broken my heart if if you hadn't been, because this Mm -hmm. is who you are. You are an artist. Mm -hmm. And I love the way that you I, the more and more you brought up about the happy pictures, the more and more I remember you giving me happy pictures. And I used to keep, I, I have pictures that I keep with me for when, uh, when I'm feeling down where I would imagine walking into them and, and being in another place. And I wonder how much of that is from you. I, I still do that. So That's thank cool. you for all the gifts that you give us. Yeah. Can, yeah, can you welcome. do me now? Can you do a yes. reading for me now? <laughs> sure. 
I don't know. What's the Scorpio me is like, saying, do I want people? Um, I'm just going to do just to just give me a general if that's okay. Because it'll okay. pop out whatever you need to tell me, whatever the message needs to be. Oh, you got the Queen of Dragons. She ah, thinks she wants more of this. Yeah, put your creativity <laughs> out there because she's manifesting in this picture. So your cool. voice needs to be heard to so create more. You've awesome. also got the lovers, got which means you have multiple doors opening. So there you go. <laughs> I'm Ooh. sorry, what would you say? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So you've got the lovers. So um, when you think about times of day, like the nighttime or the daytime, which one comes to mind first? Um, I'm a nighttime person. A nighttime person? Okay. So this is all about going inside. Going inside, tapping into your creativity, and then you need to let it out. That's what the Queen of the Dragons is saying. Um, And she's flanked by the Knight of Water. So he's a merman. And he's very artistic and creative. So there's more avenues out there for you for expression than you're aware of. And um, you've also got the Tower, which means how how do you bring healing into the times that are happening now? Like there's something that can be said for what's happening now and, and what's the healing or the magic that can come in, that you have an avenue for that to express. I I have to tell you, I have this connection with the tower of, and you and I have talked about it. I've talked about it with a, a few. We're talking about this really tower, the time, time of tower, Byron Ballard. Um, on She's always talking about the time of the tower. And, I've always had this connection. Well, not not necessarily always. I learned to have a connection with um, honoring that, not necessarily not necessarily the destruction, but what comes after. Because, mm-hmm. to be honest, if the tower was to be to stick around, it wouldn't have fallen down. <laughs> so yeah. it's what you build from from there. Yeah. And the card that follows the tower in the major arcana is the star, and that's all about reaching for your dreams. It's about the rebirth of hope. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. What is that? How many, how many major arcana is that? Pardon me? How many major arcana is that, two major arcana? 22. There's 22 major arcana. No, arcanas. I said how many. No, how many were in the in the reading? Oh, there's five cards, um, but one of them was was the major arcane, and that was the tower. And then you also got the five of air, which were the fairies talking about um, just broaching difficult subjects, you know, do, going into the deep listening part. A lot of us are being yeah. asked to do that today. It's not easy getting out of the comfort zone. It really isn't. Mm-mm. You know, I, I talk about here on, on uh, I have another, another podcast that I do for politics, political, and there's a lot of people who want to, to get us um, at each other to argue and not listen mm-hmm. and to, to divide us. And I try to go out there and man, I've been like pushed out of my comfort zone recently uh, to join a group of people that I knew was were going to attack me, but people who 
reached for me specifically to to come in and be a voice in this group to help get another message out. Um, And it's, you know, we have a a Confederate statue in our town and we have a lot of, a lot of division and a lot of oppression here. And it's not always easy to stand up and and have that voice. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's, that's what I was talking about with the tower. That's the beauty of the tower. If you think about the, these monuments, they have to come down. Um, mm-hmm. Not because we don't, you know, the, to erase history is the wrong thing. You, you mm-hmm. don't erase history. You have to keep, mm-hmm. you have to remember where you came from, but it's where you came from and not who you are. And it's not necessarily where, where we came from. That's our ancestors that did that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we, we've got to be better. We've got to learn from this and move on. And, uh, yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I, I, I try not to get into, into those soapbox conversations about politics on the show, but it's who I am. And it's, it's not always the, the uh, easiest thing to have these conversations with people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that speaks to me. What you're saying speaks to me. Um, I have some other, you know, just talking here about what's here on the uh, the podcast here with the Witching Hour Spellcast. I'm I'm looking for uh, more uh, people who would want to do shows here. Um, I've got I'm, I'm I'm using your reading to to propel me into the next step here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm looking to grow what's happening here on Blog Talk Radio. I would love to have you back every so often. To, to do readings and any time that you oh, have when you when you do get mm-hmm. yeah when you when you launch your Twitch channel uh, and mm-hmm. and Yahoo or Yahoo YouTube when you get that going page you're you're always welcome back here if you want to do readings every so often or if the readings if you're doing readings and it and you get a message to that you have something that you want to share on the podcast by all means come back. Um, but but we have this this new opportunity here. Uh, I was telling Heather Dale yesterday that if you don't ask for things, if you don't make those those chances, then you you don't get them, mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're talking about with all the different the different opportunities out there. That's for everybody. Everyone listening has those different opportunities available to them if they take those chances. So open up, think about what you, what you're, you know, cause Paige, man, Paige, my friend Paige, who used to draw pictures of Duchess, the cat, you, you even got a cat and you named it Duchess. <laughs> I remember a silver point uh, Persian. You were so excited about this, this cat that you were going to name Duchess, um, my friend Paige, who we drew, you did the picture of the dead bird, <laughs> and I put a slogan on there about, you know, smog is bad. I think uh, I said fog at first, and somebody had to correct me. Like, oh, yeah, this is between <laughs> smog and fog. Um, my friend Paige, who... My friend Paige, who we watched Godzilla, and again, Giant Robot was always my favorite. <laughs> um, and we liked Gamera, didn't we? Both like I liked Gamera. Yes. Were you a Gamera? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Paige 
my friend, this, the the whole theme of this show is my friend Paige made a, a tarot deck and it's awesome and you need to get it because it's beautiful, it's inspired, and and the stories that both you put into it and the stories that a reader will get from it will mm-hmm. transform you. I mean, I, I know this sounds like, you know, this lofty thing, putting it up there. It'll transform you, but it will, because just doing this, having this conversation with you and, and just having you in my life has has transformed me. And I hope I've I've done similar. Oh, yes, I hope you I've been absolutely an have. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this is, girl, this is what more women need to be like this. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one thing within our circles that I like. So I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've jumped on my soapbox at the very end, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, I've, got, I, I, I've got some more shows in the works. Uh, Jason will be on this Thursday, Jason Mankey, with, with Whiskey, uh, Witches, Whiskey, and Wit. Which is I always forget which which order it is, but I don't think it really matters because all three happen usually. Um, but Jason Mankey's a really interesting fella, and I've got Hedera Binewood of the Laughing Brook uh, Ancestral Arts from Huntersville, um, North Carolina. She's created a community, a bunch of different communities online, and we're going to take the step into bringing her into podcasting. Um, and she's she's telling me a lot of what you're telling me, Paige. That we've got a lot of mm-hmm. um, a lot of opportunity right now and that's the tower again going back to the tower don't be afraid of the tower i know this is the time of the tower and a lot of shit is hitting the fan (laughs) but Mm -hmm. what we build from it afterwards is going to be amazing but we're we're already setting the groundwork for that now um so Paige, do you have any comments on what i just put on since you're my guest and i just took off (laughs) (laughs) um i it's just an invitation for people to um experience my deck when it comes out and to build your connections with these worlds they're excited to work with you everybody listening here has a gift and a talent and the world needs it now more than ever yes um where can we get the deck again who's your publisher too my publisher is Red Feather, so um, you can order from their catalog, I believe, Red Feather online. Um, they're also on Facebook. It's Red Feather Mind, Body, Spirit, and um, also on Amazon. You can also call any of your indie bookstores that anybody likes going to if you want to support them and ask them to carry the deck, and they can do that. Now, if you go to an indie bookstore, I'm going to go ahead and give some some people, if, if you haven't heard this lesson yet, this is what I was told. If you go to the indie bookstore, by all means, we want you to support your, your bookstores now more than ever um, uh-huh. because these brick and mortars are having a really rough time right now, period. There's been a, a resurgence of, of local bookstores, but then this, the COVID stuff hit, so we need to make sure that we're supporting them. Now, saying that, 
by all means, order from your local, but go back to Amazon and write a review because that helps Paige and it helps all of our artists and, and um, authors to get visibility. And it also is a good indication for the publishers. So when you buy Paige's deck, go ahead and go back and, and please give Paige reviews on Amazon. Um, and it'll help boost her visibility, like I said, and it helps with the publishing so much. Um, so please, please, please review Paige. I, I love her already. I'm a fan. So <laughs> you will too. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other last words? I sound horrible here. Any last words, Paige? I, I, the door is open for you to always come back. And, and I'm glad that you're back in my life. I'm so glad that you're back in my life. Oh, me too. It is so weird. I'm so excited. (laughs) I think the universe works in more amazing ways than we can be aware of. So there it is. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry. I start talking to you and I feel like I'm that seven-year-old again. Come see my friend Paige's drawing. <laughs> hey Paige, you you want to join me later for a, a trip to the moon to go have he, uh, tea with Hecate? <laughs> oh sure, I remember doing that. That was fun. Yes, we had a lot of fun growing up, and hopefully you had fun listening to to this podcast. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends and let share the message of what is happening in this podcast. My intention of doing these podcasts is to create community, and community is virtual community is it's happening. It, it has to happen now, and that's how we can keep our our sanity through this this rough time. So make those connections, listen to podcasts, the, you know, the witching hour, uh, the concept behind the witching hour is a lot of people say, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that. And, you know, they, when you talk about being a pagan or ritual or, or doing readings, people are like, well, I don't have time. Well, we're, we're, we're witches and we make our own time. We create our own time and we carve out our space to do what we need to do. So, you know, it's the witching hour. So take some time to, uh, to join us for a spell here on the witching hour spellcast uh, and share us. We're in all your favorite places to get podcasts. Uh, Paige, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for sharing thank your, you for having your wonderful art with us. And I'm going to go ahead and, and play a, a song off. I'm going to play from Dave the Bard, um, a song that was on The Wicker Man, uh, the movie The Wicker Man. It's Willow's song. Thank you for joining us.